thank you for meeting with me today, Mr. Martin. Now, have you been sticking with our plan? Uh, well, about that. George, we've been over this to death. You're supposed to write at least half a page every single day. I just don't see what the big deal is. Well, George, it's been 11 years since you started writing this book. In the time, there was an entire TV series adapting your entire book series that had to write its final two seasons. And now there's a whole prequel series from a book you just decided to get up and write one day. Your fans are going to be more ravenous than ever for this next book. Time just moves differently when you're successful. What have you even been doing this week? I want a list of everything you did that was so important. Well, on Monday, I studied the entire Fabbing Archive. George. It was for research purposes. Tuesday. I worked on the Elden Ring DLC lore. Well, George, I'll be honest. I'm glad you're working, but you need to get your priorities straight. I chased Pete Davidson through a cave on Wednesday. George, I swear. It was to promote the new prequel series. I swear. Okay, George. Uh, Okay. I'm going to level with you. If you tell me that you didn't write a single word of this next damn Game of Thrones book, George, I'm going to quit. On Thursday, I caught up with my favorite podcast. Have a listen. Ugh. DJ Redbeard and DJ Morgs We're hopping on the mic Cause we're dumb and bored I got the info I got the takes Join us for an hour Cause you're better off late Listen while you're doing your dishes Take a small walk Welcome, Welcome everybody for some home good small talk I'm Morgan And my co-host here is Wait, what's your name again? It's been a while Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's Connor? My name is Connor Okay, that means I'm Steve. Yeah, sure. And what is this? Uh, this is the Temptations podcast. And you're listening to Home Cook Small Talk. Welcome, everybody. Connor, how's your two weeks been? Uh. Beautiful. Uneventful. Uneventful. Beautiful. Um, Theo's sick. I mean, he'll be fine, but he's been sad. He's been a sad boy. He's got a nasty little cough right now. So, haven't been getting too much sleep. First of many. First of many. It's that daycare cold. I went to pick him up the other day, and all the kids had the same cough. I'm like, you rotten little um, (laughs) things. You rotten little words that I can't say out loud. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know. Spotify getting mad at me. Yeah, you know. Besides that, been doing fine. I was doing fine, I'll be honest, until I saw something online. And isn't that the whole thing? And you know, I wasn't even doom scrolling. I was on Twitter, but I was happily jaunting around. All happy, you know, frolicking through the meadows of Twitterverse. And then I saw a post from Papa John about their new pizza bowls. And suddenly, I just lost the will to have a good week. Now tell me about these pizza bowls, Connor. <laughs> oh, they are pathetic. <laughs> what is it? It's depression in a piece of plastic. Oh. It looks like... It's hard to tell from the pictures, but it looks like they just grab a bunch of... They call them the pizza poppables. 
and it looks like they just grabbed a bunch of toppings, threw them in a plastic bowl, and gave them to you. Yummy. Now, so why? Why is this a thing? Who asked for this? I don't think anyone did. They just decided, well, we got extra toppings and <laughs> might as well sell through all of our toppings every night. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Health department's on our butts for uh, reusing them. <laughs> you know, uh, George R. R. Martin sneaking in after hours. <laughs> we can't afford George R. R. Martin's habit anymore. <laughs> We got. We need the new books. We need those new books. We can't let his arteries get clogged. <laughs> well, um, on on some good news, uh, there was a recent update about an Avatar video game, right? And we're not talking. Well, there is going to be a James Cameron Avatar game, which actually, you know what? I want to talk about a little bit of that too. But I'm talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender, and you had some thoughts on this. Yeah, Square Enix is making a Avatar The Last Airbender video game. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, there really isn't that much more to say about it for now. Well, uh, are you excited about it, at least? Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of pretty cool stuff coming for that. I know there was... I I haven't seen any updates on it in a very, very long time. But uh, what's that PlayStation game, Dreams? Yeah, yeah. Some guy was by himself making an entire open world Avatar The Last Airbender game in Dreams. That's awesome. And he got the attention of the original cast members. And all of them volunteered to play their characters in the game pro bono. That's so cool. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of everyone i know the guy that played Sokka, the girl that played toth um gray i can't remember deliesel or something mm-hmm. who plays uh princess azula all of them came out and were like, yeah we'll do this for free that's so cool i haven't seen any updates though for a while so well, hopefully they come back to this out. game too knock on wood the disrespect though if they came back for a free fan game, but didn't come back for the actual major studio one. They say, this is for you, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> no M. Night Shyamalan Avatar 2? Yeah. No video game for you. What's up with that? What if okay? What if he came back and made the second movie and it ended up being like one of the greatest movies of all time? You know, After Earth, kind of... Uh, well, you know, he did make Split. Yeah, he made Split. Uh, he made the classic old. <laughs> I thought he just produced that. He actually no, directed he directed it. that. Yeah, he oh. wrote and directed it, and you could tell because it didn't seem like human beings knew how to talk to each other in that movie. But well, they were French. Yeah, but no, oh, man, it, it was a movie, man. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, let's go on to the next Avatar. Did you hear about the funny business that's happening with James Cameron's Avatar? No. Well, they're re-releasing the first movie in theaters for about a month or so to hype yeah, up. it's in uh, 4K or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they just, word just came out today that because they're doing that, they took it off Disney+. Plus. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. 
which I, you know, I get it. It's a smart business move, but also I feel like seeing it at home versus in a theater is such an entirely different experience anyway, especially with a movie like Avatar. Yeah, I'd, I'd consider going to go see it again. I've never had the opportunity to see it in theaters. And I think I've only seen that movie twice. Wait, wait, you've never seen it in theaters? No, you... I didn't have the opportunity to see it in theaters when it first came out. Connor, you should splurge and do the whole 3D IMAX 4K, like the whole thing. It's actually worth it. I know it's silly. <sighs> the but... closest IMAX theater to me is New York City. <laughs> That's not true. There's one in White Plains. <laughs> which is only 20 minutes from the city <laughs> sir <laughs> that's where i saw it i saw it in white plains <laughs> it's only like a four hour drive from you maybe it's longer than that it's closer to six or seven uh, you just just um fly there <laughs> mm, yes let me fly into jfk no there's westchester airport I'll go for LaGuardia. Uh, okay. All right. Well. <laughs> Speaking of uh, movies getting re-released, though, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man is coming out. Are you, do you intend to see it again? It, if one of the theaters near me has the new Spider-Man cut and Avatar, I'll go see them. You'll do a double feature? I'd consider it if I had the day off. But I'm telling. The thing is, oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. they're coming out several weeks apart, though. That's fair. I think the Spider-Man cut is coming out next week. And I think the Avatar re-release is in like four weeks. I they might not keep the movies long enough to be able to do a double feature. That's fair. I will tell you though, Connor, I know it's silly, but seeing Avatar like in the 3D at least is actually worth it. Oh yeah. If I have, if I have the opportunity, I'll see it yeah. in theaters again. I was like, not again, I'd spend that time. money on that. Uh, but yeah, but you know, you don't have to spend too much money on, is FIFA, because there was a big mistake, right, Connor? That's true. Well, what was the mistake, my friend? EA accidentally posted the game, the deluxe edition of the game, mind you, that was supposed to cost over $100. They sold it for $0.06. Cents. Oh, some, you know what, Connor, some might even say that's all it's worth, that buggy mess. Oh, <laughs> zing. Uh, yeah. But you know what's kind of funny? What? EA, of all companies, has decided to honor it. Hey, that's that's pretty sweet of them. I will say, I know this is a mistake, but I do remember a few years back, uh, they did randomly release FIFA on the Switch, which was, a granted, a horrible port. But for one weekend, it was, like, less than a dollar for some reason. And it didn't seem like it was actually an error or a glitch. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just wild marketing. But while FIFA's price has gone down, Connor, the PlayStation 5's price is raising up across the whole world. Have you heard about this? Yes, I have. It's tragic. All I got to say is I'm glad I already have it. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks for everyone else. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, they're raising the price uh, with the chip shortages and just uh, general... um, interest in the product it's i don't know there's not a great way to justify it and microsoft already dunked on them and said why would we ever raise our prices so you know here's the thing though how many actual customers are going to get impacted by this 
I mean, probably not too many. I think everyone who is already planning to get one and was already struggling will also try to struggle to buy it at a slightly higher price. Because it's just going to hurt the scalpers. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to further hurt the customers because the scalpers are going to say, well, I had to pay an extra $50 to get this. So therefore, you have to pay an extra 100 Uh, The only other thing I could think of is... Uh, on the bright side maybe it somehow lowers the interest in the product and then everything goes back down but i doubt that'll happen anytime soon yeah um but you know what we're talking about a lot of prices right now ups downs let's talk about forgiveness first off connor i forgive you for every mean thing you've ever done to me i do not accept your apology because i'm gonna punish you wow okay that's rude but um uh, the U.S. government has uh, issued some student loan forgiveness for the Ooh. first time ever without a scam being involved. Ooh. Yeah, woo. Uh, $10,000 off. I forgot what the household income needs to be. It's like 120 or lower? 125000 Yeah, 125k or lower. And um, it could be twenty k if you have a Pell Grant. So... That's great. It's awesome. It's a small dent for me, but it is a small dent. I am more than happy to take off of my big chunk of change. So what would you do with $10,000 in your pocket today, Connor? Probably invest it. Well, let's, let's, uh, what if you just were doing something fun? What would you do? Buy stocks. <laughs> okay, you're no fun. All right. <laughs> Uh, did you hear about the Resident Evil TV show on Netflix? It got baned. Yeah. Or baned. <laughs> it got a, what I wish happened to the Morbius movie. Blade came out of the woodwork and killed it. Yeah. You know, I was going to give the first season a shot so we could do a rapid fire on it. And at this point, I I might still do it for fun. <laughs> it's here and it's dead. Yeah. It, it's dead in the water. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's tragic not really maybe one day they'll make a decent resident evil thing but until then we will have this relic on on netflix to laugh at forever uh and at least that saw the light of day right at least that first season actually came out unlike the batgirl movie which uh (laughs) yeah are you gonna do your joker laugh (laughs) you got batgirl Yeah, you killed Batgirl. Um, uh, they actually held a Batgirl funeral screening on the DC lot in Hollywood. Yep. <laughs> so sad. Congratulations. You worked on this movie. You can watch all your unfinished pride and joy one last time before we throw it into the dumpster. I think it's especially funny because um, it wasn't even supposed to be good. So they just sat there all sad watching a really bad movie. Yeah, because it's an unfinished cut. <laughs> well, I mean, I like the script was supposedly horrendous. Oh. Like they said it was like CW quality. So, like they were just watching like an awful product every way around. Unfinished and just poorly written. So, tears. But DC is looking forward to a better future beyond all their troubles that they're currently having. We even, before the show, we were prepping, right? And we had a list of so many other things DC is doing wrong right now. But they're trying to hire their own version of Kevin Feige. For those who don't know, that is the Marvel, like the MCU president who 
works on trying to make a cohesive universe and organizing the whole film uh, series uh, years and years into the future. And DC and Warner Brothers are leaning towards hiring Dan Lin to do this for DC. I don't really know anything about the guy. Uh, I guess good on them for actually trying to do something. We'll see what happens, right? I suppose so. Yeah. I, I have no opinion either way. Besides the fact that they're doing it. Like, cool. It's, yeah, I don't know. And then last and certainly, 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 certainly not least, there was a new movie announcement, Connor. That you that you told me about. And boy, it got me excited. It's the fourth in a series. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you, Jack Black, Mr. Jablinski. Kung Fu Panda 4 is coming out. Good. 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 (laughs) And then all the Gamescom stuff happened, but we didn't talk about it before or prep, so we'll save that till the next episode. There are a lot of cool game announcements. But now, Connor, I think it is time for us to move on to the main course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. And we got something special this week, right, Connor, for our beard to table. And now it's time for Beard to Table, the show where I dine and review straight from my table to you. Enjoy. Beard? Don't you mean beards? Oh, beards, plural. That's right. The special thing is we both have the same item to try live on air. Which is, is it really live if everyone's listening to a pre-recorded live taping? Uh, it's live relative to us. There That's you go. That That's beautiful. Connor, what did we bring this week? Alright, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell the folk. We brought a new Coca-Cola flavor. And unlike unlike some of the other summer limited flavors, this flavor is everywhere. Every time I go out now, I see it. It's everywhere, man. Some places they have more bottles of this than regular Coke. And it is Dream World. Dream flavored. Dream flavored dream world. All right. Are you are you holding a bottle? I am. All right. What's it look like? Describe it to me. Well, it looks like a regular Coke bottle, but the label is blue. It's a pretty blue. There's some clouds on it. It's kind of a robin's egg blue. Yeah. I like the I like the pink. Like it looks like it's going through a, a window sill. It's because that's the color of dreams. Ooh. All right, you want to crack this bad boy open? So, real quick, do oh, you yeah. have any idea, any hypotheses on what dreams taste like? I don't want to say anything because Kristen may have already tried it and told me what she thought. So, what do you think? So, the day it came out, I was trying to Google it and find out mm-hmm. what it tasted like. And I saw a lot of people saying it tastes like marshmallows. Ooh. Which is which ironic is because there was a marshmallow f- flavor. Yeah. 
which I didn't know about. Yeah. I would have actually been interested in trying that. Well, it was very hard to get our hands on because it was a different, a completely different type of promotion. Or else I would have searched harder for it. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so, and then I've been seeing online that it tastes citrusy. Yeah. Kristen said it was fruity, but she couldn't tell you, she couldn't tell me what type of fruit it was. Like she, she couldn't pin it down. But, all right, man. I'm excited. I'm cracking this bad boy. All right. Any smell? I got the immediate smell of some sort of fruit. Let's see. I haven't there. Ooh, yeah. You know what? You know what this smells like? Baja Artificial. Blast. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going in. I'm going in. Imagine it tastes exactly like Baja Blast. They just made it black like Coke. I'd cry. Well, what if I told you it tastes just like Baja Blast, but it's black? It tastes like bubble gum. I could see that a bit. I I think I like it. It tastes like Baja Blast bubblegum. Yeah. Yeah, like a sweeter Baja Blast. I really like it. I'm going in for another sip. Yeah. Not a fan? It's the aftertaste that gets me. See, I'm not getting much of an aftertaste. I feel like the aftertaste for me tastes purely like Baja Blast. Well, I won't lie. I'm a big fan of it. I'll give it a four out of five for me. Yeah, it's, it, this is a thumbs down for me. Oof. Woof. Uh, what what out of five then? What would you give it? Two. Okay. okay. It's drinkable, but I mean, I hate Coke to begin with. Oh. But I would gladly drink a regular Coke over this. Yeah. That's it's just funny. <laughs> Do you remember the uh, orange cream Coke? Yes. That slapped. Yeah, I thought I was going to like it more than I did, but I still liked it. Because I, I, I do like Coke a lot. Coca-Cola, that is, by the way. Just clarifying. Yeah, I'm a Pepsi boy. Yeah, not me. Not me. I, although Nitro Pepsi is by far one of my favorite sodas of all time now. You can still get it. I do. I get it all the time. <laughs> I get it all the time. Well, that was a good beard to table. Thank you for sharing with me. I'll be drinking mine the rest of the show. I'm sure you won't. That's okay. I was planning to do that, but I'm second guessing. <laughs> That's sad. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But now it's time to move on to this week's Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. And we're doing something funky this week for our rapid fire and for our half-baked, right, Connor? We are. Now, what are we doing for a rapid fire? You're going to ask me questions about a movie. Okay, yeah, sure. And what's that movie called? Half-baked. No, Connor, we're doing rapid fire. (laughs) No, the movie's called Half-Baked, right? (laughs) It is. Yes. All right. Um, I've seen this movie in the past. It's classic. 
So I got some questions for you. Can you tell me what, what's what's the deal with the plot? What's going on in this movie? So the premise is the main characters, I think they're New York City. They are a bunch of stoners. Okay. And one of them goes out one night when they're uh, doing the Mary Jane. And he feeds junk food to a diabetic police horse, which kills it. Yeah. He then gets immediately arrested for killing a cop. And they have to raise like $100,000 for bail. Yep. Or else his uh, fun box will be destroyed by a giant brolic man. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna stop you right there because I, I had a question, but you actually kind of already brought it up. So I want to get your opinion on this. How did you like that the woman's name is Mary Jane? <laughs> it seemed really on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Were you like, aha, Mary Jane? Like like the like the thing the movie's about. That was more ugh <laughs> tedious. Alright. Well, you found that tedious, but how is Dave Chappelle? Fine. I didn't really have any issues with his performance. Yeah. It's not the funniest thing I've seen him in. That's fair. Did he did he shine? Did he have any good like memorable jokes? Um I know one of the funniest scenes in the movie for me, which I think got one total chuckle out of me, was he went to an AA meeting or a drug awareness meeting sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And he went up on the podium and said, um, I'm addicted to marijuana and the entire room stood up and booed him. Mm. Like, that's not a real addiction. And then Bob Saget pops out of the woodwork. He's like, you don't know what addiction looks like until you've uh, performed cuddlingus on a bunch of men for Coke. Whoa. Wow. Isn't it wild that Bob Saget is no longer with us? It is. Dude, that's crazy. All right. All right. Biggest question about the movie. Do they smoke weed in it? Uh, yes. Wow. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Okay. Now, what were your thoughts on Jerry Garcia? That actually was a funny. <laughs> okay. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird reoccurring joke. <laughs> but you know what it paid off will you, will you explain it to the uh listeners so if i recall exactly what happened is that in the very first scene of the movie when their children just starting to smoke weed for the first time mm-hmm. one of them thinks he has jerry garcia playing in his ear like Physically, Jerry Garcia has shrunken down to an ant and is playing guitar inside of his ear. <laughs> and then, I, if, if I recall correctly, later in the movie, when they started making money from selling drugs, um, he bought a necklace from some guy who claimed Jerry Garcia's spirit was trapped inside the necklace. Yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, the 
bad guy is about to kill them and he knocks the necklace off the guy, which breaks it, freeing Jerry Garcia, who then proceeds to pummel the bad guy with a guitar. <laughs> like the ghost of Jerry Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, that that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it came completely out of nowhere. It like it's a complete Deus Ex machina of the plot, but it was actually funny because it was a reoccurring joke that actually paid off. <laughs> And it paid off in such a weird and random way. Like, a kid born in 2004 would not get that joke. Yeah, no, not at all. But, Connor, would a kid born in 2004 like this movie? Probably not. And more importantly, did you like it? Eh. All right. (laughs) What would you rate this out of 10? Six and a half, probably. All right, folks. There you have it. Any last words on Half-Baked? I mean, it was watchable. Yeah. I wouldn't describe it as rewatchable. Okay. That's fair. All right, Connor. I think it's time for us to move on to this week's ranking. And how many times did I ask you what we were ranking this week? I think twice. Oh, okay. That's less funny than I thought. Uh, But... I did forget quite a few times. I might have only asked you twice, but I was your boy was struggling. But that's okay. This week, we are ranking our top... I, I said five. Is that cool with you? That's how many I got. Okay, cool. Top five pasta shapes. And, yeah. It, you can justify them if you want. I might go in depth on a few of them, but, you know. I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, let's go back and forth with these. I want to hear what your number five is. So just to preface this. Sure. I don't like spaghetti. Okay, no spaghetti. I I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, spaghetti's life. No pasquetti? I, I don't know what it is about spaghetti. I just don't like it. I think it's because in college, the whole never forgetty rest in spaghetti. I don't know about that, but like I'll eat any other shape of pasta. It's just like I'll even eat angel hair, but regular spaghetti for me, can't eat it. Wow. Wow. So. Okay. With that in mind, though, my number five is linguine. Okay. Okay. Anything you want to say about it? You're just happy it's linguine? They're nice, thick, juicy noodles. Perfect for Alfredo. Okay. My number five, tortellini. Have a lot of fun with these bad boys. You can stuff them with all types of stuff. They're cute. Yeah. That's a good call. Thanks, man. What's your number four? Farfelli. Farfelli. Uh, Farfelli. The bow ties. Bow ties. Do you you ever put one, like, near your neck and pretend to be fancy? Of course. It's the mark of a distinguished gentleman. Yes. Uh, You ever let Henley wear one? He's never asked for one. Ah, well, maybe next time suggest it and see what he does. <laughs> My number four is Orzo. Interesting. I've never actually had Orzo. I love Orzo. So for me, Orzo is a big family thing. My grandma would make it for uh, Thanksgiving every year and put so much butter and onion uh, uh, powder on it. It's delicious. So good. I always forget that it's not rice. <laughs> 
But yeah. Did she actually make the orzo from scratch though? No, no, no. That would be the mark of like your your grandma's a bad uh MF. Bad MFer, yeah. If she made her own orzo. Like that's I I I feel like that'd be one of the harder pastas to make by hand. Yeah. So that I feel like that'd be the ultimate flex of your if your grandma were to flex. That's fair. That would be pretty cool. I'll have to talk to her about it. See if see if we can make it happen for the pod. Grandma, we need you, we need you to make orzo from scratch. You need to establish yourself as the uh, the ultimate grandma. The ultimate grandma. All right, what's your number three? Rotini. 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 That's beautiful. My number three is penne. Hey. Hey. My, I, one of my favorite pasta dishes would be penne al vodka. Love it. So good. All right. How fitting, because my number two is penne. Oh, look at that. We're on the same page here. Ah, but then you might ask me, Morgan, what's your number two? And I'd tell you, Connor, that it's peachy. Peachy. We, uh, when I went to Italy, uh, during my J-term class, before I just demolished my ankle and had to wear a boot for, like, ever and lead to knee surgeries down the road, um, we actually went to a pasta-making class, and we made peachy actually from scratch. It was pretty cool, and it tasted so good. I like peachy. All right, what's your number one, Connor? The big moment. Get okay. Get your get your um solid noodles ready. Number one. Radio Torre. Whoa. Okay. These things are just wild. They have the craziest, wackiest shape, and I don't know how they make them. Woo! They're like silly straws. My number one. It's kind of a boring one. Don't worry, it's not spaghetti. That'd be too that'd be too funny if my number one was spaghetti after all that. But it is Angel Hair. Wild. Uh, you ever just look at an angel and say, Wow, I just want to eat your hair. Uh you know? I can't believe we never did that to Angel. Yeah. <laughs> throw some butter on it yeah go ahead it's angel hair <laughs> angel i'm gonna have to borrow your hair i really I don't get anything to eat today i don't think you would have ever found that funny but that would have made you it might more not have funny. Even gotten the joke yeah probably not that's good angel hair is good though i like angel hair pasta yeah man top five pasta shapes in the bag or in the pot <laughs> speaking of half baked yeah Speaking of half-baked, it's time. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. It's time to move on to this week's half-baked. Come on. Hurry up. It's taking forever. Ooh, I know. Finally. All right, Connor. We got, I got something fun for you this week. We're doing rapid fire. 
Wait a minute. I thought we already did rapid fire. No, no, no. This week we're doing rapid fire during half-baked. What? What? Yeah, I got questions for you. You ready? I guess I'm ready as I'll ever be. All right, starting now. What's your legal name? Robert Connor Dodge. What's your social security number? I'm not going to tell you. When were Cheetos invented? 1965. Eh, 1948. What number home cooked small talk is this? 37. 38. Or 41 if you count the bonus episodes. What's the total amount of cats I've ever owned? Three. Eh, four. How many championships have the Yankees won? 19. 27. What year did the Dark Knight release? 2008. Ding, 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 ding. Which is the best Shrek? Two. Why? Better soundtrack, better animation, better storytelling all around. How many questions have I asked, including this one? Eleven. Eh, ten. How many NBA teams are there? Too many. Thirty. Uh, which Halo <laughs> game came directly after three? Uh, story-wise, or? The next Halo game. Halo uh, Wars? Ding, 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 ding. What about after that? Three ODST. Ding, 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 ding. What is the difference between Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 2009 and Modern Warfare 2 2022's title? I couldn't even begin to explain that in a rapid fire format. (laughs) Well, the 2022, the the two in it is a Roman numeral. Um, Oh. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Uh, Are you tired of this segment? No. Should we move on? I'm fine. Oh, well, that, that was the rest of my, <laughs> that was, that was my segue out of this. <laughs> you didn't have a backup. I wrote a lot of questions, man. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the current score of the Yankees game that's on right now? Uh, seven to four. Zero, zero. How many tabs do I have open on Google Chrome? Eight. Two. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, how many segments do we have left after this? One. Ding, 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 ding. What am I currently drinking? Water. No, I'm drinking Coca-Cola Dream World ad. <laughs> What's the number one ingredient in that? Number one ingredient. Oh, you're you're swapping to me. Carbonated water. Oh, you're a smarty. You're a smarty pants. Um, what's Theo doing right now? Sleeping. Yep. Probably farting too. He likes to fart in the sleep. Pretty loud. Don't we all? Yeah. Um he, he's just getting ready for the future. He's yep. gonna drive his spouse insane. Oh yeah. Um what time does it currently say on my oven? Rapid fire. Nine forty two. Nine thirty nine. What time does it say on my laptop? Nine forty one. Nine forty. How many stickers do I have? Um how many stickers can you see when you open my laptop? Three. Two. Um how many things do I have plugged into my laptop at the moment? Two. Three. Ooh. Um. Okay, are you sick of this segment now? Not yet. Dang it, Connor. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, hmm, man. This What's is... the average airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? 13. That's it? That's it, right? Whee! <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to ask what you one last What is your name? What? What is your name? Um, Morgan. What is your quest? Uh, to be the best. What is your favorite color? Blue. What's the capital of Assyria? Um, 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 blue. Whee! <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh boy. Alright, Connor, there's a box of diapers in the corner in this room. Is the box empty or full? What size diapers are they? Uh, um, oh goodness, I can't see from here. Um, I think they're, they're one, one to three ones? months. Mm. It previously was empty, but it has something else in it. No. you're going to take out to the bin. No, it's completely empty right now. It's not being utilized properly. And that is the end of Half-Baked Rapid Fire. Dang, I thought for sure you had another box crumpled up in there or something. No, there probably will be at some point. Uh, but yeah. No, that's it, man. I think it's time for us to move on to this week's dessert. Desserts. And boy, do I have a treat for you. And you said yours is really crazy, right? It's wildin'. So do you want to save yours for last then? We can. Okay. All right. This week, Connor, I want to talk to you about Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner? Do you remember Taylor Lautner? I, I remember Shark Boy. Yes. Shark Boy. He's in Twilight. The only notable role he ever did. I mean, I, that, is that a joke or are you being serious? Uh, what what would I recognize him as if not anything but Shark Boy? Okay, all right, all right, Smarty. Well, Taylor Lautner is in, engaged to this woman named Taylor Dome, and they just went public last week that she is going to take his last name. Do you know what that means? They're going to be Mister and Mrs. Taylor Lautner. Yep. And Taylor is it spelled the same. Yep. Yep. Well, here's the thing, though. My childhood best friend. Uh huh. Both of his parents were named Tracy. Oh, goodness. Did Tracy take Tracy's last name? Yes. So, whenever someone calls the house and asks for Tracy, you have to specify which one. I would just refer to them by middle name at that point. That's awful. I wouldn't do that. That's the one I would just say no. I'm keeping my maiden name. Or, 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 hear or, me out. Ooh. Be crazy. Take her name. I mean, that's still the same problem. <laughs> but now you're being progressive. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Life lessons from Connor. All right, I'm ready for the crazy. Bring it on, Connor. What, what did you prepare for dessert? Well, Morgan... I hope you don't. I hope you don't plan on being a uh, delinquent in Missouri anytime soon. 
I've uh, not soon, maybe in the past. Because a school district in Missouri has brought back corporal punishment. Oh my goodness. You know what that means? Um, I might. Why don't you tell the crowd? They have made it okay for teachers to use physical force as a way of correcting student behavior, meaning they've reinstated spanking as a punishment. Now, is that the guideline or does it go, is it more broad? Like they can do whatever. <laughs> Uh, well, the actual verbatim mm-hmm. guideline is that it allows physical force. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I have so many jokes I want to make, but I'm going to hold off on. But so, wow. Instead of sending little Johnny to uh, detention, the teacher might just pull out the paddle. I was going to say I'd send him to my fist. <laughs> Hey, Johnny, you want a knuckle sandwich for lunch? School district says it's okay. (laughs) Ooh, breaking news from three days ago. Jeffrey Pierce, who played Tommy in The Last of Us, is now going to play a new character named Perry on the TV show. Look at that. Um... And if if your kid Johnny brought that up during class in Missouri, he'd get beat. Yeah, he'd probably get a good seven paddlings. Seven paddlings, jeez, Louise. You question the paddlings, you get more paddling. Paddling, 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 paddling. Yeah. Wow. You uh. You breathe too loud in class, you get a paddling. Woof. You cry while you get paddling, you get paddling. Dang. Now, all right, so would you be uncomfortable? Wait, okay, uh, pause. Let me bring this. Let me take this back a little bit. Now, is corporal That's punishment required or is it optional? It's probably optional. Okay, because in my head, I'm like, if I, if I was a teacher there and I didn't feel comfortable doing this and a kid was in trouble, if I sent them to the principal's office, would the principal be mad at me for not just beating the kid? Like, come on, you're supposed to just beat him first. Like, why do you... Well, you know, if you're a principal that was... If their school district is anything like it is up here, that means the principal probably spearheaded the attempt to get spanking essentially allowed again. Yeah, yeah. Meaning the principal would probably be very upset that you aren't taking full advantage of their new uh, policy. Yeah. Yeah. So well, would he you... was five minutes late. That's a paddling. So would you Wait, get what? paddled then for not paddling? You know, that would be an interesting dynamic. The teacher gets sent right over the principal's lap and gets the paddling because they didn't give the student a paddling. Or hear me out. If they didn't paddle, would they get <laughs> booted? <laughs> You know that'd be an in, that'd be an interesting visual. The principal actively is paddling the teacher while the teacher's paddling the student. <laughs> you know these aren't visuals I want to think about, and so I think that we should just drink our water and get out of here. <laughs> I'm waves. gonna I'm gonna drink. Yeah, thank you. Waves. <laughs> George, look, maybe we can look into a different arrangement. Maybe a ghostwriter or 
You know, some someone who can make a book out of your notes. No, this is my baby, and I'll be damned if I let someone else finish it. You, you know what I think? You know what I think, George? I think you don't even want to keep writing these books. You're right. I haven't written a word of Song of Fire and Ice or whatever the hell it's called since 2014. I don't care. Well, don't you care about the fans? Screw the fans and their complaints. I'm the one with a pen. I write it and it's real. I am the Red God. From now on, every complaint is a Crunchwrap Supreme I'm going to devour. You know my arteries aren't going to last. Every tortilla is a scene I won't write. Okay, okay, well, I think we're done here. Hey, same time next week? Uh, actually, can you do 1.30 instead? I have plans to blow up three of Jupiter's moons. <laughs> My job sucks.